Well, good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. Amen. We just want to welcome all of you this morning to the prayer call this morning. It is Sunday morning, May 10th, 2020, Mother's Day all around the world. So we want to take the opportunity this morning and wish all of our mothers out there a happy, blessed, safe, secure protected Mother's Day and may the sons and daughters out there, may they spoil you real, real good on today. You've worked so hard. You've labored so hard for this day. This is your day and may you enjoy it to the full. Amen. You are special people. We thank God for you. Amen. Being the mothers that you are, we just give God praise. I thank the Lord for my deceased mother, awesome woman of God. I thank the Lord for my wife, who's the mother of my children. I thank the Lord this morning for all of you that are on this line, that are mothers. I just bless you this morning. Give God glory for you this morning. Pray for you this morning that you will walk in your motherhood like never, ever before. After this day, we celebrate you this morning in the name of Jesus. And I pray your strength in the Lord this morning. I pray that right now that if you are not filled with the precious gift of God's Holy Ghost, that the Holy Ghost of God will baptize you right now that you can really, 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 really be, be something else as a mother in the plan of God. Amen. Where you have been silenced by tradition. Addition, you have been silenced by verbal abuse. You've been silenced by men who have ego trips in the churches and in the pulpits. And God is saying this morning that I break whatever stronghold on your life that you may come forth as mothers this morning, anointed in the Holy Ghost this morning to set captives free this morning, to walk in your motherhood like never before. And may God take you to another level starting this day. May the rest of your life be nothing like it has been before. May you step into your purpose and your calling as a mother today in the name of Jesus, my God, and be used by him, not only in word, but in power and authority. May the apostolic mantle of God that was on the mothers that was in the ministry when Paul began to teach and preach in the churches, mothers such as Phoebe, mothers such as Deborah, mothers such as Philip's four daughters who prophesied, mothers that God said, I poured my spirit out on maidservants and men servants and they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. May you now begin to operate in another level of motherhood and mothership this morning and may the power of God rest upon you this morning. May an apostolic anointing to be a supernatural, a supernatural power bearer this morning. May it work through you this morning, that supernatural, miraculous power of God. May you be an instrument. May you be a carrier to give birth to things in the spirit that have never been birthed before through mothers. And so we thank God for you this morning. May the supernatural mantle of God come upon you this morning. May he restore your identity. May he restore what was poured out upon you this morning in the book of Acts this morning, as we read in Acts, the second chapter, that he poured out his spirit on you. And so may you step into and walk into that supernatural realm that the anointing of God will rest upon you. May every yoke be destroyed off of you right now. May he restore you this morning back to them when he poured out his spirit in Jesus name. We bless the mothers this morning. All right, then. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What I'm going to be dealing with this morning, and I want you to hear me real good out there. Uh. One of the things I want you to do right now, all of you that are on this line right now, is if you have a vow, I want you to get you some olive oil and put in that vow. 
Uh, all of you should have some anyway. Just a small vial. You don't have to have a whole lot. Or you can go buy a whole bottle. And when you get that oil, amen, I want you to just lift that oil up to God and ask God to anoint that oil. I know we've passed out oil before in New Freedom Christian Ministry. I know more than Conquerors Warriors have probably done the same thing. But I want to plant this seed in you right now that from this day forward, if you do not have you a vial of what we call it anointing oil, there's no power in that oil. But I just caught something in the spirit this morning and that I can't just overlook. Amen. Because if one of us is going to believe in it and do it, all of us need to believe in it and do it because we have the power to anoint things. Amen. And declare things as we anoint things. And so I want you to do that. Get you a vial. Get you, you can just go to the store and buy you a little small bottle of 100% virgin olive oil. Keep that available at your house. Amen. I'm going to tell you why as we go through this teaching this morning. Amen. So let's open up this morning with the prayer that the Lord taught the disciples to pray this morning. Now that we have laid out a precedent where we're going this morning, we're going to travel this morning in the Holy Ghost and we're going to change some things. We're not going to just sit on all this power and not see things change. We're seeing things change, but we want to wake up this morning. We want to wake up to some things that have, that have, that have just lied dormant this morning, not only in us, man, but we want to call the voice of the church this morning through the power of the Holy Ghost. We want to call that voice, man, activated this morning. We want to call that voice man resurrected. We want to prophesy to those dead bones that are out here in this valley called world, called the world that is dark and desolate right now. That is a valley full of dry bones this morning, dead bones, stuff have died that we have the power to call life to it this morning. And so we're going to do that this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So let's pray this morning. Abba Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Holy Ghost, we thank you for baptizing us again this morning. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus for pouring yourself out this morning on us again this morning. We thank you for filling us and healing us and sealing us and giving us the victory, causing us right now to walk in the victory again, not only in word, but in power. Apostolic anointing we received this morning. Apostolic power and ability and enablement we received this morning that we may again begin to declare the decrees of the Lord this morning in the name of Jesus, knowing that as we do it in this earth. It is done in heaven because heaven supports us. Heaven backs us up when we're declaring in the, this morning what has already been decreed, the decrees of the Lord, the ordinances of God. His word it shall go forth and not come back for it. It's his word. And so we thank you this morning that it will not only be in word, but it'll also be in power that you have given us to be a witness back unto you, Jesus, to the uttermost parts of the world, all Judea, all Sumeria, and into the uttermost far places of this world. We thank you right now for all those out there on our podcast that are listening this morning that are being empowered and touched right now that are being rebaptized right now we thank you this morning that a fresh rain and shower of the holy ghost power is coming on them right now we declare this morning in the name of jesus that nations are changing countries are changing 143 countries out there right now being changed because the presence of the lord is is being poured out this morning god you're sending rain right now where man failed to do god we will come this morning in the name of jesus 
needs and praying for a release of the apostolic anointing of God. Let the mantle of the Holy Ghost, let the fire and the power of God begin to reach far and near this morning and witness on your behalf this morning. Father, we lift up every one of those countries that, that are struggling right now. We pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Ghost, a power of God will break and destroy every yoke of bondage, Lord God. Whatever have them bound this morning, we declare it broken this morning. Whatever change, we declare them broken this morning. Whether it be politics, Lord God, whether it be evil, darkness, whatever it might be, principalities, Lord, powers that be God, dark powers, black powers, magic, in the name of Jesus, we release the apostolic anointing of God to break it out of the level. And Father, we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor this morning as we come. All those things that we have previously bound, Father, we declare this morning by the power and the apostolic anointing of the Holy Ghost that those things remain bound this morning. Everything that we released, oh Lord God, previously, we declare that they're still released in the name of Jesus. And we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor this morning. Amen. Somebody on here declared themselves blessed this morning. Come on, declare yourself blessed this morning. Declare yourself healed this morning. Declare yourself blessed and healed in every area of your life this morning, whether it be financially, come on somebody, spiritually, emotionally, declare yourself healed this morning, declare yourself victorious this morning, declare your household victorious this morning, declare your city, your community victorious this morning, come on and declare it this morning, release that apostolic anointing this morning, release that power this morning, you got the word to back it up this morning, when God's word goes out over that area, you declare it in this morning, that word will not come back void, declare that victory up and down your streets this morning, declare that victory in your backyard, your front yard, in your every room in your house. Declare that victory. In Jesus' name this morning, Father, we declare it in my house, declare it over my family, Lord God, far and near, Lord God, extended family, friends, oh God, over my enemies this morning, over Washington, D.C. this morning, where decisions right now are being held up concerning stimulus checks and finances, oh God, and vaccines, oh Lord God. We declare your victory this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. <clears throat> now, this word declare is an interesting word. The only time we're authorized to declare things is when we declare what God has decreed. I know there's a lot of declarations going on out there, man. Sometimes they kind of drive me crazy. But I'm a, I'm a person who loves to make faith declarations. But God took me in a place last night, man, where he told me, make sure that when you declare a thing, make sure it's in the right context. Because some things are just being declared that people have no context. They're just doing it because it's habitual. It's habit forming. And they have no idea. And he said, there are some things that people are declaring that ain't even appropriate today. There were things that were declared back then when his people Israel was in bondage. It was only to get them out of bondage. It may not be the same today. You got to find out what is applicable today and keep it in the right context. Amen. And so I'm going to give you some things today that we can declare that's in the right context. Amen. There are some scriptures. There are some promises. There are some things. But you have to understand when it was declared that context, how does it apply today? So can I apply it today, declare it today in this present context? You got to know that because it doesn't work and people will get frustrated. They declare things and it don't come to pass. I'm not talking about no positive thinking. I know that there's ministries out there right now. They got books telling you to declare all this positive stuff in the air. That's fine. But that ain't the word of God. That's not the decrees of God. So you can get caught up in what these people are selling out there and telling you to declare all this positive thinking, declare all of this psychological 
fraud stuff that deals with the mind. We're up against spiritual darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. We got to have the apostolic anointing of God to back us up and we declare in the right context what he's given us to declare and for, for that particular time and that particular situation and circumstances. You got to understand that's what heaven is going to back up. So, so I'm just throwing that out there is that today we're going to take a look at some things that we're going to declare and we're going to declare things in the proper context. Amen. So that we can get that apostolic release of anointing from heaven to bring this thing to pass. Amen. So I want to go in the book of Psalms this morning, chapter 112 and look at about 10 verses right here just to establish a precedent. And then we're going to do a little bit of how to do this thing, man, so that we can get the best results. Because from this day forward, we're not just going to have word. We're going to have power, and we're going to declare it in apostolic authority so that we can get those changes that we desire. I, I hope those of you out there on this podcast are hearing me this morning. Uh, I hope that this word is going out there, reaching far and near. We have the power and the authority given to us by Almighty God to declare things that he has decreed. But we have to do it in the proper context. Amen. So let's look at this right here. This is David's letter. He's writing to the people of God at the time. Amen. However, there is portions of this that is very applicable today. Amen. Understand that when they declared it, they were dealing with a particular situation. When we declare it today, we have to make sure that the, the situations are similar. They are similar. Amen. If not, we're declaring it out of context. Here we go. Let's read verse one. It says, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Get that now. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Whose seed? Those who praise the Lord. Those who who are blessed because they fear God and those who delight greatly in his commandments. The context there fits us today, but we got to make sure that the above three steps are in place, are in place. Okay. His seed shall also be mighty upon the earth. The generations of the upright shall be blessed. The generations of the upright shall be blessed. I'm not a thousand percent sure that everybody in this generation is walking upright and there is a reason for it. And we're going to begin to declare that this generation, amen, this generation will do whatever is necessary with our help. You know, with, with, with us declaring things, with us praying for things to become an upright generation. We're not like that right now. He's talking about the whole generation. OK, it ain't going to just happen because of positive thinking. There have to be some declarations made that will break the stronghold of the enemy right now. That's causing this generation not to walk in uprightness because we have not released that apostolic authority that we have in Christ Jesus. You know, to free this generation, that God might save this generation and change this generation, that they will walk in uprightness before God. He says, wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever unto the upright 
there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and, and righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed. He hath given to the poor his righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desires of the wicked shall perish. And the Lord just began to deal with me in the spirit. This about four or five, this about 430 this morning as I was tossing and turning and I was seeing all of this right here taking shape, man, looking at it in the spirit, how it's supposed to be. And the Lord began to enlighten me. He said, it's not like that now, but I showed you this because this is how it can be. So that's going to be our prayer going forth from now on in this generation that we're going to begin to declare these things right here that the Lord has spoken through David in this psalm. Amen. Until we see these things, we're going to declare these things. This is the word of God. We're going to declare these things because this is the decree of the Lord. This is the design that he has for us because he wants us to declare that we are blessed. This is the blessing right here. This is specific details right here that we want to declare in the Holy Ghost and the power of God, just like David declared them. Amen. Because these are the things right now that I believe is void and missing in the earth in this generation. But we have the power and the authority of God laid upon us to be able to bring these things to bear. But we got to declare things in the proper context. I'm sorry. You ain't getting no pay raise today. We're going to begin to declare right now these things right here. Amen. And to our seed, everybody else's seed. I don't care who it is right now on this planet right now. They're not walking in this, have no idea about this. I don't care who the preachers are, the teachings, prosperity and some other message. But these are the desires of God's heart right now in this generation. And we got to bring things into this context right here and begin to declare them because this is what I believe the Lord wants us to declare. It's, it's like declaring yourself healed in every area of your life. This lays out every area of life that is lacking right now why people cannot walk in uprightness. And, in, and if that's the case, then we're not pleasing God. We're not pleasing God. We got this word right here before us that puts everything in proper context. And we're going to begin to declare it until we see it manifest. So I solicit your support this morning. I had a visit from the Holy Ghost and he said, begin to declare the decrees of the Lord. Don't be declaring all this other stuff, this old positive thinking stuff. Yeah, it'll, it'll get you to thinking the nice thoughts, but it won't change this generation right now that is not walking in uprightness because they don't have a clue what 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 context they should be functioning in. It's all over the place. Listening to lying words. You heard me say it before. Preachers voices have gone silent. Where's the apostolic anointing? Where's the apostolic authority that God is looking for? Where is that power that goes with the word of God? We, we have the power. We have received the power to declare these things.
says the Lord, says the Lord. And so I want to just declare this morning in the name of Jesus. There's some things I want to declare this morning. It's like he said to me, he says, what? Over in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, I wrote these scriptures down. He says, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? I'm not talking about some ghost. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, power, dudamous power in us to declare these things, which is, okay, which ye have of God. And ye are not your own. We are not our own. We are not our own. Maybe before I got saved, yes. And I'm declaring this morning in the name of Jesus that as we go forward, we will stop acting like we are our own. We belong to him. We belong to him. And I'm declaring that in the name of Jesus. I'm declaring his ownership over us. I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that if I don't have a voice, that God would give us a voice. I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that if you don't have the holy baptism of the Holy Spirit, I'm declaring that the baptism of the Holy Spirit before you do anything else will come on you and consume you as a consuming fire and everything that's in your life that's more interesting to you than God and being used by God and being a voice for God and serving God and worshiping God in spirit and in truth will be dissolved in the name of Jesus. That you can see clearly your purpose and accept that purpose and walk in that purpose. We have a generation out here that is hurting because they're waiting on something to happen. And we are the instruments. We are the vessels. We are the chosen ones. We are the called out, separated, consecrated ones. We are the sheep that's accounted as, as, as sheep for the slaughter. We are the ones who say we die daily. We are the change agents. We are the one that's going to change this generation right now that is struggling with their identity. No wonder homosexuality is on the rise. No wonder lesbianism is on the rise. No wonder all this extremism, you know, is on the rise. No wonder there's such cultural unrest and divide right now. It's because we, 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 we the called out. We are the consecrated. We are the separated. We are the spirit-filled believers. We see it. And sometimes we don't do nothing. <coughs> we drive by it. We see it. We talk about it. Sometimes we make fun of it. Rolling up your windows and locking your doors is not apostolic authority. God is waiting on us. Let me tell you something I saw last night when I was laying there, man, and God was and I was in the spirit somewhere. I asked him for it. I said, God, I want something that I can make a difference. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. And he took me like on a trip, like I was driving through the city. And these were places I had been before. And he let me see things that I saw. And all I said was, look at them. And he said, do you know that you have the power? You could have rolled down the window and declared something in the atmosphere. And you know what would have happened? The atmosphere would have absorbed your words. And something would have happened in the atmosphere if you had declared in the authority and the power of God. But you didn't. You're sitting on that power. He said, all you had to do was just roll down the window. Nobody knew know what you were doing. I know what you're doing. And he said, you could have just declared it. And I didn't. And he said, this is what's happening. We're seeing things. I'm showing you things. I'm revealing things. But what do you do when you see them? You have the word. 
But do you have the power to believe that when I say something out in the atmosphere, that God, especially when it's his word. He's given us a list of things right here, right now, that is that is that is causing this generation that we're living in right now. I'm talking about generation, this kingdom stuff right here. This ain't no this ain't no, this ain't Walmart. This is this is kingdom stuff. We are citizens of the kingdom of God and God want to use our voices to declare in these things that he's already decreed in this word, this covenant right now. That this generation is being denied because they don't know anything about it. And the Lord said, if you begin to see it then you have the responsibility and the obligation to take authority over it because you know it's not of God. Don't be passive. Don't be dismissive. He said, all you got to do is just in the name of Jesus. Bam, now you got God's attention. Heaven is on alert. When you say, in the name of Jesus, I declare. Look at all these things that God said right here. I declare that their hearts will be fixed on you, God, because that's what you desire. Not on the world, not trying to get this and get that. But their hearts, God, like our hearts are fixed. Are really are our hearts really fixed? God said, I'll fix their hearts. If a believer believes it, I'll fix it and declare it. I'll fix it. Hey, yeah. But do you believe that I fix your heart? Do you believe I can fix theirs? And so then he goes on to say in the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, he says this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus over this generation, even us right now. That we will confess our sins often every day that we may stay clean and pure before you. Let it not be a surprising thing for us. But it will be a lifestyle for us because confession is good for our souls. <clears throat> and as we confess our sins every day before you, asking you to forgive us every day and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Father, may we look out, Lord God, on this generation that's not upright and begin to declare, God, that they too will confess their sins before you, not us before, but before you. And that you will be faithful to forgive them as you have forgiven us and to cleanse them of all their unrighteousness. They, they may have a chance to walk in uprightness as we say we do. Father, I declare this morning in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord, according to the first book of John, chapter three, verse two. You said, beloved, now are we the sons of God? We're no longer just in this world. We are the sons of God. And it doeth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Father, we're praying that this not only be for us, that we not only be selfish in being called the beloved of God, but we desire and want this, Lord God, for this generation right now that is walking in unrighteousness and unfaithful to you, God. But we're declaring in the name of Jesus that they will come and join the family of God, that they will change and turn from their wicked ways. That they will fall out of love with this world, God. That when you declare beloved, that God, that they will hear your voice 
and know that they're included and know, God, that you that you you desire for them to be saved in this generation right now. This unrighteous generation, this this degenerate generation, this unrepentant generation, this unsaved generation. So we declare your salvation. We declare your forgiveness. We declare your mercy. We declare your grace, God. In this generation. Be it on us, according to your word, Father. In the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 23, as we move on to close here. He said, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. All of our redemption, their redemption is in Christ Jesus. And he told us in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 16, take my word and take the power. This is what Paul told the church and redeem the time before the days are evil. This generation, these are evil days in this generation. Let me tell you something. I saw things in the spirit as I was driving in the spirit, going through the city. <clears throat> and here's what I heard the Holy Ghost say to me. Do you think they could do anything about their situation being unaware of? Hey, la la bashata. He's a really man of God. Do you think they really can do anything to help themselves? They are helping themselves physically to survive. But do they know anything about what's going on around them spiritually? He says, no. But you know that if you speak to the darkness that is around them, that's blinding them. Do you know what happens to the darkness when you speak an apostolic anointing, when you declare light into the darkness? He said the darkness dissipates and now they have a chance to see the light. This is about spiritual warfare. And the spirit of darkness is all over the land and gross darkness on the people. They don't understand their darkness. They don't understand their state of depravity. They don't understand their spiritual ignorance. They think they're doing okay because they can go in a store and buy something. They think that they're okay. They think they can afford life. I saw a situation yesterday. Lord, let me revisit it. I sat in the truck at Walmart praying. Lord, don't let nothing happen to my wife because I saw all these people and I saw these two men getting ready to fight in front of all these people, right in front of Walmart. Took his shirt off. They're getting ready to throw down over nothing. Cussing and fussing. Got everybody around them all afraid that they're getting ready to witness a, a bloodbath right there in front of Walmart, right up the street. And I sat there and all I could say was, Lord, don't let my wife walk out in, in the midst of all that mess. I wasn't thinking about nobody else but my wife. I didn't think at the time how selfish it was. I just thought about my responsibility because my wife was in that store. And something said, you ought to get out and go in there and get her. And I said, no, I need to stay in the truck because I'm under quarantine. And I started praying. And I never thought about those two men anymore, even as my wife came out and walked right through it. I said, thank you, Jesus, because they had gone. One went to the car and I was thinking when they got a gun or something, they came back 
The other guy put his shirt on and walked away, but it could have been very tragic. But I didn't address that situation. But I didn't think about it until about four this morning when the Lord let me drive back through some situations and let me see the action that I didn't take. And he said, you had the power. Because they don't know what's taking place. They think they're getting ready to fight each other in flesh and blood. He said, but you had the power to, to speak into that situation, to declare into that situation, but you didn't. He said, this generation right now is, 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 is lost for the most part. And we got the power. We not only have the word, but we have the power to declare things. Even if you can't physically witness to the person, you declare things because your word brings about change in the atmosphere, too. But we got to make sure it's in the proper context. Look at the things in, in the book of Psalms, chapter 112, that is lacking in this generation and write you out a little checklist if you need to and declare those things every day from this day forward. They're all listed right there. They're non-existent right now. And David declared them in his generation and declared them for us, he said, in generations to come. And so if we're going to change this generation, let's declare the decrees of God to change this generation. I am here to tell you, you have power in your words if it's God's word. They're not just your words. I don't care how positive, how cute, how pretty, how rhyming, you know, they sound. We want to arm ourselves with the word. He said the kingdom of God is not in word only, but in power too. Book of Romans chapter 8 verse 28, King James Bible. And we know that all things work together for good to them or them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus that this not just be something selfish that we embrace for ourselves, but God, in the name of Jesus, we want and pray and declare for all things to work together for all of those, God, that shall be impacted by the declarations of faith that we now make when we look out on this dark and desolate, unregenerate world, that we will begin to declare your word in the atmosphere Lord God, with power, supernatural, anointed, Holy Ghost, apostolic power, not just talking, but power, God. And we'll know that heaven backs us up. We declare that now, God, according to your purpose, because we love you and we want others, Lord God, to share that love, to know that love, to be touched by that love. Father, according to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, uh, chapter 5, verse 20, King James Bible, your word says, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. We're not just, you know, we're, we're ambassadors. We represent him. We represent the kingdom of God. Let me take it to that level. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled unto God. This is his desire for everybody in this generation, 
This is his desire for everybody in every generation before us. This is going to be God's desire for every generation coming after us. But right now we have a problem in this generation. Let's not go back and try to fix what has already happened. Let's not go too far forward and try to deal with that. Let's focus on right now and declare right now in this generation as ambassadors for Christ. Let's represent him and represent him well the way he wants to be represented. He wants to use us. He want to use our mouths. He want to use our minds. He want to use everything about us to represent him as his ambassadors in this generation. And one of the most powerful weapons we have is that tongue, that pink tornado, but it don't have to be a tornado. It can be a liberator. As ambassadors, that's what we do. Most U.S. ambassadors go to other countries and they go carry our message. They go tell those people about our democracy. We go tell them about our freedoms, about how they can have that if they do this and this, X, Y, and Z. And God is saying, I've called you my ambassador so you can do the same thing, but do it right now in your generation because this generation right now is suffering. And a lot of the suffering is because the church have become quiet. Oh, we have a message, but are we representing him as ambassadors? Is that the message that is being heard? Is that the message that's impacting the atmosphere? The book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 26, King James Bible. Let me run on through these. Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them, are ye not much better than they? Look at how God is using everything that he created to fulfill a certain purpose. He said, the only ones that are coming up short is my believers. Oh, we're doing well when it comes down to us. We're going to worship. We're going to read. We're going to study. We're going to preach. We're going to teach. We're going to encourage. We're going to go lay hands. We're going to do all those things. He said, but I want you to look out at this generation. And declare some things over them. Don't just see things and then don't do. He said, you don't have to go yell and shout it. They don't even have to know. I guarantee you, he said, they'll know when it happens. When it manifests, they will know something happened. And God said, it's in that moment that I will reveal myself to them. What happened? But you are my, you, you are my voice right now. You're the ones that have to declare it. You're the ones that have to declare it over this generation, out in this generation. Not just, not just over your little area of influence, but over everything and everybody. I'm declaring it this morning over all these podcasts. I'm declaring it this morning in every place where we have influence right now. I'm declaring the victory of Jesus Christ. I'm declaring that you are blessed. I'm declaring that you're redeemed. Yes. I'm declaring that you healed in every area of your life. I don't care if it's economically. I don't care if it's spiritual. I don't care if it's educational. I don't care. I don't care. I declare that you are healed, walking in victory 
in every area of your life. As an ambassador of Christ, I will represent him this morning. I will represent him well in my calling. I declare the decrees of God will manifest themselves in every culture, in every nation, the 143 nations that I'm aware of right now that are dealing with darkness and, 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 and degenerate circumstances and situations in their country, poverty right now. I declare in the name of Jesus that God who set down those people and fed them 5,000 here, 10,000 there, that that God will make a way right now. I declare his provisions. I declare his redemptive power right now to redeem them from every curse of the law in the name of Jesus. I declare his provisions shall shower if he can provide manna from heaven to feed thousands, if he can provide quail that they might have meat. I declare in the name of Jesus that God's provision shall be seen upon his people in every nation, every tongue, every tribe in the name of Jesus. I declare it. It's go a little further. Let's wrap this up. Book of Genesis chapter one, verse 27. The King James Bible says this. So God created man in his own image. You got to understand what that's saying, y'all. We are all created to be leaders, to be teachers, to be cultivators, to be providers and protectors. All of us, men and women. In his own image, in the image of who? God, not a president, not some king, not some general, not some athlete, but in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. There's Deuteronomy's power right there. There it is right there. So I hope I hope mothers you hear me why I felt so strong about you this morning because we have allowed some ego out there to tie up your power and your authority. I used to say all the time that my wife is an extension of my authority. Well, guess what? I'm also an extension of her authority. And when we bring the two together, it's no 50-50. We are one, so it's 100 still. Either way, if she got to carry it by herself, she's representing 100% of our ambassadorship for Christ. If she's not around, I'm representing 100% of our ambassadorship for Christ. And when we bring the two together, that's Deuteronomy's power. Because we're created in his image. He's the greatest leader there ever was. Not for President 40, number 45, but God is the greatest power. Jesus is the personification of that power. The Holy Ghost is the manifestation of that power. In us. Let's go a little further. The book of James, chapter 4, verse 6, says this King James Bible. But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. We humble ourselves under the hand of Almighty God, and he will exalt us in due time. He has exalted us right now at the right hand of his son Jesus. We're sitting in heavenly places. That's why we tell you we do not fight for a victory. We fight from the position of victory. Colossians 1 and 13 says God has transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And this is a kingdom of light. We're there to First uh, John 4 and 17 says as he is, so are we in the earth. Mm -hmm. 
He is high and he's, we're not the tail, we're the head. We're from above only. We're not from beneath. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We reign with him. We are victorious with him. He's given us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when we go in the name of Jesus and when we speak in the name of Jesus, demons still tremble at that name. I feel demons trembling right now in your neighborhood, my neighborhood, all around this area. I looked out the window this morning as I got up and I began to do a 360 in every direction I turned in. I turned to the north, the south, the east and the west. And I declared things out of the window that I've never declared before. And the Lord said, you watch what's about to happen in this city, man of God. I'm going to bring peace and goodwill in this city. Because I found me one somebody this morning that would just do it in the name of Jesus. I wasn't loud. Felt like I was walking in the Holy Ghost. But I declared it. And I'm expecting change according to what I declared to come in this city. I declared the peace. I declared victory. I declare it. Here's what I declare. I don't even know some of these people. Lord, I declare healing for every area of people's lives that are going through in this city and every city surrounding it. Some of them I remember, even in Decatur County, I just start naming off cities as I pointed to them in the north, the south, the east and the west. And I said, God, if this thing is going to work, I'm going to start right now declaring these decrees that you've already declared. And I got a reassurance in the Holy Ghost. He said, yes, not just in word, my decrees, but it's also in power. All right. I got like two more scriptures and we're going to be finished at 701. Let me get these here out the way. These are things I'm declaring right here, man, that is appropriate in the right context for right now in this generation. The book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse five, King James Bible says this. Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have, for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I felt him real strong this morning, y'all. I'm talking about God, and I'm not talking about no, no man or boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm talking about God Almighty, the sovereign God and creator who created us in his image and life. He said, look, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will be with you until the end of the age. So don't let our conversation be uh, what's going on. I'm telling you, I am guilty talking more about all this craziness that's going on when I should be using the energy of my voice, declaring things in the right context for the generation that we're living in. This is where the change has to be right now in this generation. Last verse it's in the book of Psalms, chapter 100, verse four, King James Bible. Enter into the gates, his gates with thanksgiving and into his course with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You know how hard it is, man, to get church folks to do that right there. When they should be the easiest ones. To get to conform to this. Enter in his gates. You have to understand. His gates is the earth that he made. Anytime he enter in, anytime he enter into your conversation, anytime he enter into your thoughts, anytime he enter into your, into your church, anytime he enter into your song of your praise, 
He's entering in through his gates. Those are his gates because it's about him. That's the place where he's celebrated. That's the place where he's welcome. That's the place what he's looking for. I want to say Exodus 25 when he said, if my people would just create me a sanctuary, then I would be pleased to come and dwell in. Because he's omnipresent, that means wherever two or three people gather in his name, there is a gate provided that we open up unto him and he can come right in in the midst of two or three believers and be God. Or he can come into a crowd of a thousand. As long as two or three are there in his name, he'll enter in. When they were gathered together for healing, the woman got down on her knees and she crawled through the crowd just to touch him. I believe that all that was going on in that situation, thousands had been brought there. I believe that they were declaring healing for everybody in every area of their life that came there with a different infirmity. And he was so full of compassion for that generation, for all those family members, all those friends that they had gathered. They went up on top of somebody's house and tore the roof up to get that. It was such a crowd of people. And God is saying there's such a crowd of people right now, insignificant people in your city, my city, in the world right now. That's without God. And nobody's trying to get them to God. Nobody's even making mentioning concerning them about God. Was so bottled up in us, myself and I. But those people, when they saw what he did, when they heard what he did, the Bible said the fame of him went out because he had ambassadors going out. Voices were beginning to shout, come and see this man. Come and look at him. Come see the miracles. Come and be healed. And people came. They went and got people, but they were crying out. Their voices were being heard. And the Bible said the fame of him went out. I pray we begin to declare when we see this dark, desolate mess that we're in and some of it we created as a people without God, that we will begin to declare his fame go out, God. We declare in the name of Jesus that your fame will go out, Lord God, and people will hear about you, God, and you will demonstrate your greatness and your might, God, and people will be drawn because your name is being lifted up. Your fame is being known, God, and we're declaring the works of the Lord in the earth, God, because you did not kill us. You let us live. You said you're not going to die. You're going to live that you may declare my works in the earth, says the Lord. Go forth. Shout it on the mountaintop. Shout it in the valley low. That he lives. He reigns forever. And if he be lifted up in this earth. So Father we declare this morning. That we will be overtaken. By your faithfulness. We will oh God not worry. We will not doubt. But we declare this morning that we will forever. Keep our trust, confidence, assurance and reliance in you God. For, Father, we know that you will not fail us, you will not let us down, and you will not break our hearts with your Holy Spirit, God, to help us. We will give birth even now, God, to every godly desire and promise of your heart, God. And we will put, Father God, in our hearts, and we will become everything, God, that you created us to become. We declare this morning in the name of Jesus that we will do everything, God, you created us to do. We will lead. We will teach, God. We will cultivate, God. We will memorize, God. We will protect, God. We will, God, possess everything, God, that you created us to possess. We declare in the name of Jesus this morning, God, that your blessings will make us rich, full, complete, nothing missing or nothing lacking, nothing broken, uh, God, over our lives. 
that you will add no sorrow to us, God, because you said the way of a transgressor is hard. Not those, God, who walk upright before you. You will withhold no good thing from them. And Father, we see and we will see and experience an explosion of your supernatural, miraculous power and blessings, your goodness and sudden abundance, oh God, in favor and increase. Because you said, beloved, I wish above all things that you would have prospered, be in health, even as your soul prospered. Not, not only for us, Father, but we declare it now, Lord God, into all those poverty-stricken areas, all those places, oh God, where you have immigrants suffering, migrants suffering, yes. poverty is taking yes. over, homelessness yes. is increasing, suicide. God, in all yes. those places, we declare your abundance right now in the name of Jesus. We declare, God, there will be an overtaking, oh God. There will be an overwhelming. There will be an overshadowing. There will be an experience of the supernatural abundance of God's greatness and his power, God's favor, God, that it will promote people, God, elevate people out of those poverty situations and their level of faith, and they will strive for higher ground than ever imagined and dream possible in their lives, God, in their finite minds. Sudden favor shows up, sudden power, sudden deliverance, sudden healing, sudden blessings, oh God, in abundance, oh God, coming on them, God, sooner than later, Lord God, as we live in this generation, oh God. And so, Father, we declare it this morning. We declare your grace is sufficient for all of us, not only us, but them too. God, we declare, God, that our needs are met every day. Their needs are met every day, starting today, God, and tomorrow, God, that we will be as they will be, full of wisdom, full of your knowledge, full of faith, full of power, full of strength, full of determination. No weapon formed against us or them anymore will prosper. Father, we declare today in the name of Jesus, nothing that comes against us or them anymore will oppose us or them, God, to bring fear, God. And so, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that we will be able, as well as them, to handle every situation and circumstance because, God, you help us who are very present help in the time of trouble. And these are troubled times, and we look to you now from which cometh our help. Our help comes from you. Their help comes from you, God. Open their eyes to see it, God. Behold, wonderful things from your plan of salvation. We declare that their eyes are open now because we can and they can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and strengthen them, Lord. Holy Spirit's help, God. He will help us, God. And we will overcome every obstacle, defeat all the enemies, outlast every challenge, and come through every difficulty, storms and fires, both physical and spiritual storms, financial, emotional, intellectual storms. God, we will not. It will not be too hard for us, God, to handle because the Lord is on our side and he orders our steps. Father, we will accomplish. They will accomplish right now. Every task set before the mission plan, God has called us to anointed us, to equip us, to prepare us, to propose for us to do, God, resource us to do it, God. We declare that we have the thing, have enough time to do it, God, and we will take full advantage of every window of opportunity going forward. God rewards and showers us with, with, with moments of refreshing and favorite starting today, today in a special anointing, grace and wisdom and power to help us, Lord, accomplish our calling. This is our time to rise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen up on us. This is our season and it is our time and we receive it and we are about it today, Father. Even now, God, raise up your mothers, O oh God that they will be an example for other mothers. They'll be sought out, sought after for their experience, their wisdom. And so, Father, we thank you now. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. We declare your victory right now. We declare your blessings over our life and others, oh God. We declare right now healing on this land in every area of life right now. 
because you said if my people that are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, you would hear from heaven. And Lord, you will forgive our sins and heal our lands. We declare it done right now in the land, in this generation. In Jesus' name, we pray this morning. Amen and amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen.